Hello everyone and welcome to Catholic Truth. We're going to be talking about infant baptism and why Catholics practice infant baptism. Why we baptize babies. Many people wonder why Catholics baptize babies. And in fact, Protestants, I can't say Protestants are against it because many Protestant religions actually practice baptism for infants. Fundamentalists, more of the fundamentalists than evangelical brands, say no, you can't. They're more of the ones who are against it. And you'll probably see Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses and religions like that as well that are against it. So why, they say, do you baptize infants? They say this was not practiced among the earliest Christians. It wasn't a practice that the pure, pristine Christians practiced. It happened much later when pagan Rome kind of merged with Christianity around the time of Constantine, and they blended it together and it became more of a pagan religion, and they adopted this pagan practice known as infant baptism around the year 317 or so. And they also say that it's not in the Bible. So if it's not in the Bible and it's not in history, then why do you practice it? It's not a true teaching of Christ. Lastly, they say that you need to be an adult to receive baptism because faith is necessary to be baptized. In order to believe in Christ, you have to have faith, so faith is part of it, and a kid can't have faith, so infant baptism, it's clearly false. But of course, all of these objections are incorrect, as we're going to see in about 10 seconds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Catholic Truth, where we preach and teach the truth of Jesus Christ and the Catholic faith without apology and without compromise. If you would like a retreat or you would like a speaker to come to your parish, please check out our website at info at thecatholictruth.org and follow us down below on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, our Catholic Truth podcast, and so on. We're talking about infant baptism and why Catholics baptize babies. And it's not just Catholics. It's Orthodox. Many Protestant uh, denominations baptize babies and Catholics. Catholics. The first time people really objected to infant baptism came after the Protestant Reformation, so it's more of a new teaching. The understanding of this comes from John 3, 5, where Jesus says you must be born again of water and the Spirit to enter into the kingdom of God. So if you're not born of water and the Spirit, then you're not going to go to heaven. That's what the Bible says. And so this refers to baptism. And we have a whole video on that, but it, it really refers to baptism. So if you are not baptized, in a sense, you cannot go to heaven. And if you are baptized, you can. You have to be reborn of water and the Spirit. And we see this in Romans chapter 6, where it says that if you are buried with Christ through baptism, then you can also live with him through the resurrection, and you are born again to new life through baptism. So we want children to go to heaven, and so we have have them baptized as early as possible. We want them to be renewed in Christ and have original sin forgiven. Now, it's interesting that many evangelicals and fundamentalists will say that they don't have faith. They're not old enough to put their faith in Christ. And so, therefore, they can't be baptized as infants because you have to have faith. And faith is necessary, they say, for salvation. But yet, they believe that if babies die, most of them believe that if babies die, they're going to go to heaven because they didn't do anything wrong. And even though they didn't put faith in Christ, they can still be saved because they're young. But they don't hold to that same line of standard with baptism, even though it's the same line of standard. The reality is that Colossians chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 talk about how baptism is the new circumcision. And we know that circumcision was done at eight days old. So as a very newborn baby, you were circumcised in the Old Testament. And the New Testament says that baptism replaces circumcision. So likewise, you can have babies baptized at a very early age. 
We have to note that in the Old Testament, you had to have faith in order to come to God and to be circumcised and to be part of the Old Testament covenant. You had to have faith, but yet that same faith was not required for infants who were circumcised. As adults, yes, you had to have faith in Christ because you're converting to him and you're putting your faith in him. But as children, you didn't need to have that. It wasn't as required. Same thing with baptism. As an adult, yes, you absolutely need faith, but there's no mandate in the Bible that says children have to have that same faith. It just says you have to have faith. But of course, that's talking about adult converts. And that's what the Bible is talking about. The Bible doesn't go on to talk about uh, children or anything else. See, they'll say, but you don't see anybody baptizing babies in the Bible, which isn't really accurate. But you also don't really see teenagers coming of age and then accepting Christ and being baptized once they accepted Christ. Or children, like some Protestants do, at seven years old, they accept Christ and they're baptized. Or other denominations, they accept Christ at 10 and they become baptized. You don't see children in the New Testament coming of age and accepting Christ because the Bible is not an encyclopedia for everything and anything that has ever happened in Christianity. So to say that babies aren't seen being baptized is really self-defeating because children are baptized in fundamentalist and evangelical churches, but you don't see children being baptized in the same way or coming to age and accepting Christ. You don't see any of that in the Bible because not everything is in the Bible. But when we do look in the Bible, what do we see? We do see that in Acts 2.38 and 2.39, the people were asking Peter what they needed to do to be saved. And Peter said, you have to repent of your sins and be baptized for the remission of your sins. And he said, this promise is for you and your children. So he wasn't restricting it just for adults, but for children. Likewise, in Acts 16.33, a guard in prison converted and was baptized. But the Bible doesn't say he was baptized. It says he and his whole family was baptized. 1 Corinthians 1.16 says the exact same thing about the household of Stephanus. Acts 16.15, likewise, says a whole family was baptized as well. The whole entire household was baptized. Now notice, in any of these verses, it could have said the husband and wife were baptized, or Stephanus alone was was baptized, but it took great pains to say that their whole families, in every case, their families were baptized. Because that's the way it was. When the father converted, the whole family converted, and the whole family received baptism, all the way from the father, all the way down to the children, and even the babies. And we see this in the earliest testimony of the church fathers and the earliest Christians. They all unanimously state, and no one says anything different, they all said that the practice of infant baptism does doesn't start with Constantine. It says it goes back to the time of the apostles, and they received that teaching from the apostles themselves. So when you look in the Bible and you see whole families baptized, and we know that they didn't practice birth control. I mean, the Jewish families were usually large, and they had children all the way down to babies, and we know that they were baptized. And as I said, this is confirmed by all the earliest Christians. This wasn't, yeah, sure, Augustine, who's probably one of the greatest Christians in the early church, and some Protestants even try to make him Protestant. But he even taught infant baptism and said that we received the tradition from the apostles themselves. It's come down to us from the apostles. And to prove that it wasn't invented by Constantine or the pagan Roman Empire in the 300s, you can look at the Council of Carthage in the 200s. You can look at Cyprian of Carthage in the 200s, writing around 253. He says that they give baptism to infants. Around 202 AD, Origen says not only 
only do they give baptism to infants, and that's been the practice in the church from the beginning, but they received this practice from the apostles. Even Irenaeus in the 100s talks about being born again in Christ, and Christ saves those who are reborn in him, even infants and children. And I could list many more, and when we turn this video into a blog post on our website, info at the catholictruth.org, we're going to quote these uh, at length. We're going to quote the earliest Christians and their quotes in full, so you can see not only did they teach infant baptism, but it went back to the time of Christ and didn't start in the 300s, which there is no proof or evidence for. So people who tell you that are haven't studied history and are erroneous in their claims. And the, the whole funny thing of all of this, it's really... It's it's not funny, it's ironic that the Bible says in Matthew 19 and in Luke 18, Jesus says, let the little children come to me. In those verses, the Bible says that people were prohibiting the children. The moms were trying to give their even their infants to Jesus, and the little children were all running to Jesus, and people were stopping them, saying, don't give your children to Jesus. And Jesus said, do not stop them, do not prohibit them, for it is the kingdom of heaven that is made up of these type of people, the children. Let them come to me, he says, and do not hinder them. And what do we see through fundamentalists, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, evangelicals? They're prohibiting children from coming to Jesus, from receiving his grace, from having his life within them, being reborn through baptism. But in the Catholic Church, the Orthodox churches, many Protestant churches, we baptize children and we allow them to come to Christ and to receive his life within them. We allow them to be born of water in the Spirit at the youngest ages so that they can receive Christ's life in them and when they die, go to heaven. So these are some of the reasons why Catholics baptize infants, because it's a practice that's come down from the apostles. We can see aspects of it in the Bible, even though the Bible's not there to teach us and tell us every single thing, and even the Bible itself says that. You don't see the Bible saying, read the Bible. You'll say it, oh, read scriptures, or we're quoting scriptures, but it never said, put the Bible together, never said, put it under one book, and never said, take it to church with you. I mean, if we're going to literally say, oh, this isn't found in the Bible, <laughs> there's so many big, huge problems problems with that. Even the word rapture is not in the Bible. Even the teaching of the rapture is not in the Bible. We're going to have a whole video on that, but the bottom line is just because something isn't said word for word in the Bible doesn't mean it's not true. We see instances and a good case to be made for infant baptism from Scripture. This is what all of the earliest Christians believed. No one doubted it. And in fact, down through the centuries, you can't find someone in the year 1000, 800, 600, or even 300 who disagreed with this for theological reasons. They all accepted it, except for maybe like one person. So, I mean, you can find someone who disagrees with anything anyway. But the bottom line is, we find it in the Bible, and we find it in history, and we find it in tradition, and therefore, it has come down from the apostles, and it is a true Christian teaching. So thank you so much for watching. And if you like this video, please subscribe to our channel. We have so many more videos in our Learning Your Faith folder. And if you want to learn more about your faith, look at that folder and watch those videos. There's so many more. Or if you want to grow in spirituality, check out our Living Your Faith folder. Please share this. We need to undo the lies of hundreds of years of man-made tradition and man-made lies that infant baptism isn't a Christian practice when it is. Lastly, please consider supporting our ministry. I want to thank our patrons, as always, and even our newest 
patrons and people who support us on PayPal. Even one-time donations are super helpful for us. So thank you for supporting our ministry. Please consider giving generously during this Lenten season to us. Even if you only give $10 a month, $20 a month, $50 a month, whatever you can give, we will use to help save souls and change lives for Christ. May God bless you and thank God for the Catholic Church.